It had been easy to escape while Terry wasn't watching. The bullying chump was too greedy to pay anyone to guard them all overnight. Just as it had been up north, under the watchful eye of the bossman bastard himself and his brute of a brother, the second tier foreman depended on fear and withholding their IDs to make them stay put. It certainly worked on the Bulgarians. And if they were terrified of a paid lackey like Terry, who wasn't even on sight, those spineless Blangius wouldn't dare challenge two Romanian real men like Michal and Bogdan, especially when they were loaded with spice. With drug-fueled super strength, Bogdan loosened a thick sheet of ply to let Michal through the building site fencing. They were out. A short walk took them into the heart of Holland Park, where the elegance of one of London's most expensive neighbourhoods was tastefully spotlit in the early evening darkness and patrolled around the clock by infrared, high-res CCTV. Michal peered up at the three- and four-storey Victorian villas that surrounded them on either side of the tree-lined boulevard. This is a waste of time, he said eyeing the alarm boxes and CCTV orbs that festooned the eaves of every single house. He swayed like a whippy sapling in the October wind, made dizzy by the wealth on view and the pink clouds that scudded across black London skies. You might as well try to break into a bank. We do better in a crappier area. Let's head north and see what we find. But Bogdan grabbed a fistful of his filthy hoodie and dragged him along the street. You've got no faith in your older brother. He pointed at one of the houses where the paintwork was looking tired even in the dark. See? No CCTV, he said grinning. And look at the bell box for the alarm, it's ancient. Maybe it's empty, Michal said, shivering not just with the cold, but because of the paranoia that was just nibbling away at the edges of his high. The four-story house loomed above him. With no lights on or curtains drawn, the windows were like watchful black eyes. Perhaps the house knew his and Bogdan's intentions. For a moment, even the sharp tangle of the tall holly hedging seemed enchanted, barring their entry with malicious intent. I bet there's nothing in there worth stealing. Let's just go back and smoke some more. If Terry finds out we... Bogdan pushed him through the gate and into the deep shadows of the front garden. Bet it's old people, he whispered. They're lazy about security think they're immune to break-ins. And they never have computers. What's the point if there's nothing we can sell in the pub? There's bound to be food in the fridge at least, and jewelry, maybe? A security light came on, bright enough to make them both squint. That paranoia was taking a tight hold now. Michal imagined he could hear a dog barking inside the house, 
Perhaps the snap of a twig on the other side of the fence was the sound of a nosy neighbour watching their every move. We should have just gone through the bins at the back of Sainsbury's local. I've got a bad feeling, Bogdan. In answer, his brother steered him round the back to some wood-framed French doors that even in the dark looked as though rot had taken hold after decades of neglect. He held his hand out, flexing his calloused fingers. Give me the crowbar, for God's sake. Reluctantly, Michal hoisted the tool from the waistband of his jeans, snatched it from beyond Bogdan's reach, and started to jemmy the patio door himself. The lock on the rotten door popped with only a little encouragement, swinging open in the breeze. The room was shrouded in blackness. Bogdan pushed him aside, barreling into the gloom. No dog, he said, crashing into something. Michal hung back, regretting leaving the predictability of the building site. He felt the cold sweat rolling down his back, soaking into the grimy waistband of jeans that had grown baggy through weight loss.